You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 192. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. This is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. Here's where psychology meets coaching, and coaching meets brain science, and this is where your problem ends. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. Before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode, as always, of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. These podcasts are created by me for you to give you new concepts to think about, to help you understand why you do what you do. The free Facebook group called Weight Loss Made Real, just like the name of this podcast, is a group that you can join that will help you discuss these podcasts with other listeners. And you're welcome to join me there. And the Freedom Group is where the real change takes place with me as your coach. It's a monthly membership for smart women just like you who are ready to stop overeating from stress and habit and learn how to make space for more happiness in their life. You can learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode or just go to weightlossmadereal.com slash group to get on the wait list for the next time we open for enrollment. So welcome to your coaching session. Have you ever stepped back and questioned what you believe? Most of us don't unless something really eye-opening happens that causes us to question our whole lives. But our core beliefs create us. They create our lives, our reality, all the results we live with today. So today, our coaching session is how your core beliefs affect your whole life. Today, I'm going to encourage you to step back and look at where you are and what you've been thinking that led you to today. Back in episode 19, which was called Weight Loss and Self-Esteem, We talked about self-esteem and self-image as the results of what your core beliefs are. Well, today, we're going to skip ahead and talk about what core beliefs are and their relation to how you feel about yourself and how you think about yourself. We'll talk about both positive and negative core beliefs. We tend to think of the negative ones when we think about and talk about this whole subject, but your core beliefs can be positive or negative. We're going to talk today about where your core beliefs about yourself and the world come from, how they're formed and what they lead to in your life, how the sequence of events plays out. I will help you understand why your core beliefs are so strong that you might resist looking at them because you think that they're just the truth about you. And because they're so strong, we're going to take a look at why they're so hard to change. And of course, how to do that, how to change your very own core beliefs. 
So if what you've always believed about yourself and the world doesn't feel good and hasn't created the kind of life you may have imagined, it's not too late to change what you believe about yourself. All right, you ready to get started? What are core beliefs? Core beliefs are general beliefs that create your life and you attach to them because they help you navigate through your life. They guide you. Remember that a thought is just an idea, like a sentence in your mind, and thoughts that you think over and over again become stronger and stronger, and you go to them more and more often. That's when your thoughts morph into beliefs. These core beliefs are things that you think about yourself and the rest of the world that you most likely assume are just the truth. They could be about you, your core, your center, who you really are. There are assumptions that you make about yourself. They kind of act as a guide for how you live your life. And that includes the choices and the decisions that you make every day. They literally impact your capacity for happiness. And that's why we're talking about them today. They can be positive or negative. Most likely, you walk around believing a mix of positive and negative beliefs about yourself. So first, let's take a look at some examples of positive core beliefs about you and about life. Think about whether you can relate to any of these. These are very common ones. And think about whether, if you don't relate to these, are you aware of what your own core beliefs are? So here's some common ones. I can figure things out. These are positive, obviously. A core belief might be, I'm pretty smart, or I'm good with people, or I'm attractive, or I'm a survivor. If you think any of these things about yourself on a regular basis, you probably can see how these beliefs might make you feel in general. If you believed these things and they were your guides and how you lived, you'd probably be feeling pretty good. You'd probably feel pretty confident. And you'd probably think that you could handle most things that came your way. Can you picture that? If you believe this, that's how you'll feel. So your question is, do you believe any of the things I just mentioned about yourself? If these kinds of beliefs come up naturally for you on a regular basis, then you could see how your self-esteem and your self-image would be pretty good. Your self-esteem is a measure of how you value yourself. And generally, whether you approve or disapprove of yourself most of the time. So if your core beliefs are pretty positive for the most part, most likely you're going to have pretty high self-esteem. Your self-image is how you would describe yourself. And if your core beliefs are positive mostly, then you probably have a good healthy self-image. So your core beliefs about yourself are what create your self-image and your self-esteem. All right, so those are the positives. Now, let's take a look at some of the negative core beliefs and how they affect you. So ask yourself as you're listening, if you ever think any of these things about yourself, when you think about yourself and who you are in relation to the rest of the world, are the basics that you think about negative? 
Examples of negative core beliefs also could be about yourself or about the world, just like positive ones. It might be something like, nobody likes me. Nobody understands me. I guess I'm just not lovable. Or the world is kind of scary. A negative core belief might be, I can't trust anyone. And the big one, the giant one that so many of us hold through our whole life is some variation of, I'm not enough. Both positive and negative core beliefs like these are very, very common. We all have them and they color everything we do, but it's hard to see them. We live from them, they drive us, but we often don't realize what they are. Core beliefs lead to how you feel. All thoughts and beliefs create your feelings, right? Your emotions. That's what leads to your self-image, your self-esteem. So these beliefs are very strong. They're very influential. Where do they come from? Mostly we get our core beliefs from other people. People who are in our lives, usually when we're young and impressionable and vulnerable. When people tell us who we are, we simply believe them and we just take it as truth. We accept these beliefs about ourselves, and then we form our whole personality around them and we live through the filter of our beliefs. What might the beliefs be about? Well, as you could see from our talk so far, they can be about any aspect of you about how you see others and yourself in relation to others. Are you as good as or better than or not as good as the people around you? How do you think of yourself? Or how do you see the world? The world might feel warm and exciting and limitless to you. Or in general, it might feel hard and it might feel like a constant struggle. And it might seem that life gives you challenge after challenge. What are these core beliefs that we carry around most unconsciously? What do they lead to? Well, they create all the things we think and feel and do and are. How we relate to our world and the people in it. How you relate to and think about yourself affects what you do, how you live, how you treat yourself, and of course, including how you eat. If you feel lots of negative emotions and you don't understand them, they're going to feel very uncomfortable. And if you're here listening to me, then it's likely that you use food to soothe yourself from these emotions to feel better quickly. So your core beliefs are given to you. You just accept them as truth. You see yourself and the world in a certain way with a certain perspective, and then you act from that perspective. And how you act what you do, how you eat, all those actions give you the results you have today. Does this make sense so far? If your early connections gave you beliefs about yourself that don't feel good, why is it that we seem to just accept them? How do they get so strong? You adopt these beliefs and you accept them as truth and then you practice them. You use them pretty much daily as you go through life, and they are your influencers for everything. Why are they hard to change? 
because you practice them constantly. It's like you use them as guiding principles, even if they don't feel good. Because we usually get our core beliefs when we're young, we don't have the ability at that point to reason and decide and question. And so we just accept what we hear about ourselves and the world, and then we practice for years. These beliefs become really strong. They become pathways in your brain. They become your go-to thoughts. So no matter what you may have achieved in life, that secret shame that comes from one of your negative beliefs, that secret belief of not being good enough, not being enough, will always hold you back. You'll react to your life through the curtain of your core beliefs. And they're hard to change because they feel right. They feel like truth. They come up automatically for you. And in order to feel some amount of peace and not be in constant conflict, you unknowingly keep creating evidence that your core beliefs are true. And that will feel like you thinking, see, I can't do anything right. See, I knew nothing would work for me. See, I knew I couldn't trust anyone. Or on the other hand, you might find evidence of a positive core belief. See, I knew I could figure things out. So what if you're not totally in love with your life, your results, the actions you take? What if you want to change? Well, then you'd need to take a look to step back and see what your core beliefs are, right? Because they got you where you are. I want you to shine the light on your core beliefs. I want you to see all the choices you've made up to now that supported those beliefs, whether they felt good or not. And then, then you can decide what you want to believe deliberately about yourself, about the world, about your life. And then you could start looking for evidence that the beliefs you've been practicing and carrying around are not true. Now, yes, the answer is yes. I mean this literally. If a belief is just a well-practiced thought, then you get to choose. I want you to realize that you get to choose your beliefs about yourself, no matter how long you've practiced the old ones. Yes, it's going to take effort to correct your brain, just like a puppy that you're training. Your core beliefs may stay at your core, but they're going to get softer. They're going to at least feel open to discussion. They're not going to seem so firmly embedded in your self-image. And if you want to stop believing them, then your job is to recognize when you're acting on these old beliefs and be able to see them faster and faster and not react to them going forward. You're retraining your brain to default to new core beliefs about you and the world, just like you keep training that puppy to go outside, not in the house. You're telling your brain, I'm a woman who used to think this about myself or the world, fill in the blank, and now I believe this. Sometimes the old beliefs come up, but you will see them and you will correct yourself. 
Here's what I want you to focus on for this week. I want you to notice how you feel most days and then back up and look at the conversation going on in your mind. What do you think of yourself? What do you believe? Write it down. Keep it really simple, simple little sentences. Some will be positive, some will be negative. Just look at them. Just know what is creating your life right now. And for now, just entertain the idea that you have a choice of what you want to believe. So first, we're going to see what you are already believing, those deep core beliefs about you and your view of life. And then we're going to see what results those beliefs have given you. And finally, you will decide what you might want to change going forward. Be open to the fact that what you think is not etched in stone. It's just long practice thoughts. That's all. Okay, my friends, that's it for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what you're going to think about and focus on this week. I appreciate you being here and listening to these short coaching sessions and making them a part of your day. Now, if you're ready to take the next step and connect on a deeper level and you're not yet in the Freedom Group, join me in my free Facebook group called Weight Loss Made Real, where we talk about this podcast and I will help you and encourage you to take the action step that we talk about here each week. The link to the group is in the show notes or just go to Facebook and look for the Weight Loss Made Real group. I'll ask you a couple of quick questions and then we will admit you into the group. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and your general overeating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do. We know that is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I'll see you next week.